What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jacob Rame and Jeremy Hyman. And joining us first up after these Wizards workouts to start the week is Frank Mason III from the University of Kansas. Played four years there and was a consensus All-American. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, just how excited are you to have another workout under your belt, and what was it like? I'm very excited to, you know, get another workout, you know, down and – it was really good out there. We all competed. We we had a fun time, and, you know, um, it was a great experience. Frank, I don't know if anybody in the country had the kind of jump that you did going from your junior to senior season. I guess to be a four-year guy and go through this process and have that experience under your belt, what, what does that – how does that help you along with this process now? Uh, it helped me a lot, you know, um, just being much more mature and, you know, you know, just playing under Coach Self for four years really helped me on and off the court. And, you know, I'm just thankful for a great coach like him and, you know, just a great school and, you know, the other coaches too and my teammates throughout the past year. So it's just been a fun experience. Do you have guys in the NBA now that you talk to that are helping you, you know, letting you know what to expect through this whole um, through this whole pre-draft, draft, summer league sort of experience? Uh, not really. I have a few, you know, teammates that I used to play with in the NBA. I saw them a few times, and um, I haven't really talked to anyone about the process. I've just been enjoying it and, you know, focusing on what I can control, and that's kind of getting in the gym and getting better. So we know that Kelly Oubre Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> went to Kansas. Uh, Keith, Keith Morris played here, went to Kansas. Yeah. You played with Kelly. Can you – can you give us some stories? Like, what was Kelly like as a player in college? Uh, just and, – and have you stayed in contact with him? Because now he's been in the NBA for a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Kelly, you know, he was a good teammate. Competed every possession. Uh, really tough. You know, didn't back down from anyone. And, you know, he did a lot of good things on the defensive end and offensive end. And, you know, he got better as the season went on. And now he's in the NBA and he's getting better. Uh, every year and you know just wish him the best for his future we've seen a lot of a lot of the rock chocks come through this you know Drew, Drew Gooden. Gooden was here <laughs> Paul Pierce was here for that year so we've seen a lot of the KU guys I know I know that it's a strong bond you guys have that that stick together but how much of the this Wizards team besides I know you know Kelly a little bit but you know watching John and Brad kind of develop over these last few years how much have you gotten to see of them play, and, and how do you think you could fit with this team? Uh, I watch them play a lot. You know, I try and watch every NBA game that I can, and, you know, just watching those two over the years, uh, they've been really good and improved a lot, you know, throughout every year. Uh, compete really hard on both ends of the floor, and, you know, I think, you know, that they're only getting better. And, you know, you know to play along, along those two would be really, really, be really good. And, you know, not just playing with them, just to, the franchise, you know, in general. It will be a really cool experience and something that I'll never forget. Growing up uh, in Virginia, were you a Wizards fan growing up or somebody else? Uh, to be honest, I, I was a Dallas Maverick fan. Okay. What? I wow. still like them. Um, Dirk's my favorite player. That's wow. why. Wow. He's, I mean, he's a pretty good guy to pick as your favorite well, player. Point I can't. Are you, are you going to develop the leg kick jumper? You no, 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 not at all. I'll leave that to Dirk. <laughs> when, so you're from Virginia. Yeah. I saw that you threw out the first pitch for the Flying Squirrels, yep. the Richmond Flying Squirrels. It was squirrels. a strike, too. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, what is that like just having a, a new 
different level of celebrity that people are recognizing you for being an All-American, throwing out the first pitch. You have your own Frank Mason the third day. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. But honestly, I really don't like the attention. So really? I, I try and be low key. And okay. I honestly don't even want to be a celebrity. I really don't like the attentions, but I think it's cool to go throw the first pitch and, and things like that. But a uh, Frank Mason the third day uh, and giving <laughs> yeah, me the key May, to the May city. May nineteenth, key to the That's city too. Also yeah, my really birthday, don't. so okay. Way right. to steal that from yeah. me, Frank. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so I mean, if I, you know, if you don't like the celebrity thing and not big into the media, what was it like after you won Player of the Year and having to go through that circuit and stuff like that? It was really hard, you know, just everywhere I went, especially in Kansas, you know, people just wanted pictures, autographs, you know, if I was eating dinner there, come up to the table while I'm eating dinner. Uh, if I was to step out or go to the bar with a few teammates after the game or something, you know, just people randomly taking pictures behind me and just, you know, just always being watched and, you know, under that microscope. Uh, it's just, you know, something that I really don't like. And this is not that I'm making the wrong decisions. It's just I don't like the attention, honestly. I just want to live. That's got to be difficult to be the best player in college basketball. You have aspirations to make to the NBA and be a star, and yet you don't want the stardom. How are you going to have to try to handle those two sides of your image um, to be a successful basketball player in the NBA? Uh, well... You know, I just I, I handle things the right way, so I never be disrespectful or anything like that. You know, if if it's the right time and place for a picture, I'll take it, autograph. Okay. I don't mind doing it. I really, I didn't. I never said no too many times unless mm -hmm. you know it was it was just a bad time. And you know, I think I handle things the right way. I, I live the right way, so good things to happen. Good things should happen heading into yeah. the future. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like playing at KU's got a give you some it's not the nba but that's that's a mm -hmm. pretty major program to get sure. used to that kind of stuff yep. um how much i don't know if it's your agent or your you know people advising you how much are they in your in your ear about what you know what could happen draft night or is are you right now just kind of focused on the process not kind of thinking about where you might end up yeah i think you're exactly right you know i'm just focused like i said i'm focused on what i can control and that's yeah. getting in the uh getting in the gym getting better and working really hard and, you know, just focusing on, you know, improving every day at at life as a basketball player, you know, as a father, things like that. I don't ever really talk to my agent about, hey, where do you think I'm going to go? Like, when do you think I'm going to be? I, I leave that up to him, honestly. I don't, like, pass him about it. So I just focus on what I can control. Cool. What's it like playing for Bill Self? I was great. Four years. Um, it's the best coach, you know, I ever had so far and you know I learned a lot from him on and off the court you know not just as a basketball player you know as a young man and father and you are a father so uh, for draft night you plan on spending it with him at home or maybe you'll go to the draft what are, what are you thinking about doing uh, and what well, does he mean to you as well that I know he, you're motivated yeah. by having a son who looks up to you yeah well he means everything to me honestly uh, I didn't have my dad around for 10 to 12 years, you know, when I when I was his age as a mm -hmm. younger guy and, you know, just to, to be that positive role model for him and, you know, setting examples for him and, you know, just doing doing things the right way so he can have a better future than what I had at a younger age and, you know, just, just grow up having a better life. So he means everything to me and, 
he motivates me to be the best that I can be. And I haven't really thought about what I wanted to do on draft night yet. You know, a lot of people have been asking me, but I should be figuring it out here pretty soon. Yeah. I would go to New York. <laughs> I'll go to New York. Then everyone gonna want to go to New York with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's the truth. That's true. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And on the other side of the break, we will have Isaac Humphreys from the University of Kentucky, and then Tyler Dorsey on the back end of that. All right, welcome back to Off the Bench. Joining us now is Isaac Humphreys from the University of Kentucky, uh, SEC academic honor roll member, and the Kentucky Wildcats went 24-1 and in games which he scored. I think you should put that on your resume. You make sure to keep that on your resume. Oh, yeah, that uh, the undefeated stat. That yes. funny. <laughs> um, the first thing I want to know is how big was it to have John Wall and the Washington Wizards come to the campus and be a part of Big Blue Madness this preseason. It was awesome. We we love it when our guys come back and interact with us. And obviously, the NBA season is such a long and, and tough thing that they can't. It's it's hard for them to come back during our season too. But to have them back and especially John come back and, and support us and watch us is really cool because you know he went through all of that as well. And I know when I go back, it's going to be a really you know interesting and really cool situation to go and look at what you did and stuff like that. So I think for for us and for John as well, it was a really cool experience. Were you starstruck? No, not no. at all. We are we're very used to having those guys come through all the time, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and special <laughs> special people come through all the time. So we're we're very accustomed to it, and we're fine with that sort of thing. It's you just embrace it. Okay, okay. So Isaac, we know the the Coach Cal thing is kind of he's such a such a star there in in itself. Um, you got to play with him on, under him for two seasons. What was that experience like, and how how ready do you think he makes you for the next level? He he was, you know, he's such a good coach, and everyone talks about you know mm -hmm. Coach Cal all the time. But having him in your corner and having him as your coach is something that is hard to explain, just because of how people see him and how people reflect upon him is is either very positive or very negative. But um, like I said, to have him on your side and to have him really care for you and really love you and really, you know, go into bat for you and, and teach you so much over and for me over the last two years, um, you know, he taught me a lot on the court and off the court and having him help me, you know, after after I decided to leave and having him support me so much and that sort of thing is um, was really cool. He he he's very family orientated. We're all very close and and I'll miss you know going to his house for dinners and stuff like that all the time just because he tries to incorporate us so much so mm -hmm. how many workouts have you done so far and how did this one uh, compare i have done three so this is my third um and they're, they're all very different but they're all very similar i mean there's only so much you can do with six guys so you know three on three is always a a, a really cool situation where you can go, go against each other and stuff like that and um that were, today was pretty similar to the other two that I've done. The uh, the only difference is how logistically everything happens off the court and stuff like that. But on court stuff's pretty similar, and um, it's just a great opportunity for me to be able to come in and sh and you know show a little bit of what I can do and hopefully impress you know the, the people up here. And it's been a great experience so far. So are you in, <laughs> are you in touch with uh, with any of the other Aussie guys? We are. Uh, we all uh, we we are not in you know full contact <laughs> because of. <laughs> Uh, I'm a lot younger than them, so well, yeah. we never really crossed paths as, at a junior level. Um, but 
in saying that we're all we all know of each other we all i mean bogut reaches out to me when when something online goes crazy and stuff like that and just tries to support me and stuff like that and um you know delhi and patty they're all they're all very involved in basketball australia so if we were to run into each other it would be like we've known each other for 10 years but you know i know dante and 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 playing against Ben in the SEC was really cool and being able to, you know, kind of see them and stuff like that. But, you know, we all, there are a lot of us over here now in college. So we, we, we do try and network and stay in touch, but I mean, we're also busy, so it's, it's very hard. Yeah. Did Gonzaga recruit you really hard out of Australia? Uh, no, they always go for the Aussies. Yeah, they did actually, they did recruit me. Um, Why'd you pick UK? UK, it was, I was a uh, class of 2016 and then I reclassified to 2015, so. I left high school early and they were the ones to kind of just help me push that and it was just it just kind of happened it wasn't really a also it was a different situation pretty sure kentucky has a decent history of getting guys through to play pro ball i don't know i think i would have i think i think i would like to play for kentucky very much yeah i mean you know if i wasn't like 5'11 and thoroughly unathletic. All right. Well, thank That's you for awesome. joining us. Thank you. It thank wasn't you. my yeah. best effort. I appreciate you dealing with me. <laughs> That's okay. Just, just bounce back. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rame. And joining us now is Tyler Dorsey of Oregon, uh, 2017 All Pac 10 Honorable Mention, Pac 12 all-tournament team uh, and NCAA Midwest all-regional team. Uh, just first talk about you coming here to Washington and how many workouts have you been a part of so far? Um, I've been a part of this my eighth workout and um, I've been through seven of them last month and then I got seven more this month. But it's um, a grind. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> a grind, but um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I've been waiting for the, this moment my whole life and going through this experience. So. I'm not taking it for granted. Even if I'm, I'm fatigued, I come in here and compete. And, um, you're yeah. not going to have a good workout every workout, but you're going to compete and show that effort, and that's what I try to do every workout. Tyler, you're, I know you had so much success late last season into the tournament. How much did that factor into your decision? I know it's these are the tough decisions. It's your, your career you're talking about, but how much was the fact that you guys had that run in the tournament. You played so well there. Top score. Top score. And full disclosure, I'm a lifelong Michigan fan. <laughs> and you you killed, killed the Wolverines. Five for seven shooting from three. I was like, damn, man, this guy's killing us. And that was such a tough game. But I just had to put that out there. <laughs> but you, you, guys, you guys played well enough. And it was great. You know, I was happy to see you guys make it to the Final Four because it was a great story. But back to the question how much did that did that did that factor into to you making your decision um i think it didn't really factor in um, okay i was just focusing on getting to the final four and accomplishing that goal and um i just felt i was ready as a player and um that's what it came down to and i think we had a good season but it really came down to me being ready as a player and being mature since my freshman year and making that next step and um i sat down with my family and um we were ready <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, how did you feel this workout compared to the other ones you've done so far? This was a good workout. And, um, first thing we did, the measurements, then getting no shots up, and then took 100 threes. And um, I felt that was different and, um, from other workouts. And I think it went well. It was very competitive. It definitely tested my conditioning. And um, I think it was one of the tougher workouts for me. 
No, that's did um did was was Frank still salty about uh? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't. We didn't get to talk <laughs> about it. I what? I don't know. I don't know. I think he might be. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. But um, maybe now you on the locker room as y'all are getting dressed or whatever. <laughs> maybe I'm not sure. He never brought it up. <laughs> okay. And Tyler, how much? I know there's a lot of chatter with the you know the drafts only a couple of weeks away. Do you pay any attention to any of that, or is it just you're just so focused on your workouts, your own stuff, or are you hearing you know where you might go, what's your situation, how's that going? No, I don't focus on none of that. Okay. I take each workout one at a time, get their feedback, because that's the only thing that matters. I'm not really worried about anything on, online. Um, mm-hmm. Projections don't mean nothing to me. Um, I'm just going into this and putting my all and um, I'm letting it play out and it's not what you where you get drafted it's what you do after because you can't get complacent because you got drafted that, that means nothing that's just a start do you have somebody in the league right now who's been um, you know telling you a little bit about what to expect and what to expect on draft night and then when you eventually get to the league playing summer league stuff like that um, I actually haven't talked to anybody or got mentorship that way it's just been me figuring it out on myself but um if I definitely get to talk to somebody about it I'm open to and um but as of right now I haven't are you in are you in touch with Dylan as he's going through the same thing as you right now yeah I'm in touch with Dylan I got to see him in the Toronto workout we was, oh, in, cool. we was in the same one and um so it was good seeing him there seeing how how everything's going and um but that was the only person I got to do the same workout as Jordan and um Dylan Ennis I didn't see yet but, you um, you declared for the draft on Twitter. Yeah. Was that a conscious decision that your understanding of social media and what it means, the the biggest way to to reach your fans? How did that come about with the university and your family? Um, it just came down to myself. I just wanted to put it on my Twitter and do it by myself, and um, and that's all all it came down to. Um, I reached my fans that way, and um, I use Twitter as, as some good, and um. Whenever I, I f- uh, want to brand something, I put it out on Twitter, Instagram, or something like that. But um, that's all it was to it, nothing much other than okay. that. Is D.C. a destination? And not just for the team, because I understand that, hey, you want a job. You want to just be drafted. That's like number one. But as a city, is that something that you – have you been here, like on a tour with school or playing at Oregon, just something where it's like, wow, I really like this city? Um, I really, really like this city. Uh, I would love to come live here or come play here and embrace the city. And um, definitely, it's definitely a destination. Um, I love it back east. I've been coming back east my whole life through through fifth grade. I've been traveling <laughs> back here to play, play the best teams and players. And um, so I, I love it down here. And um, I would love to come to D.C. And, and embrace the city. In your travels, you mentioned uh, your sacrifices at your mom and dad, Jared and Samia. Did I say it right? Samia, yeah. Samia yeah. and Asia, uh-huh, the sacrifices they made. Is that part of it, the fact that they all travel with you to AAUs, or what sacrifices were you referring to? Yeah, the sacrifice of they take time away where they can be doing a vacation and or enjoying themselves, and um, they sacrifice most of their life into me or into my little sister, and um, they did it their whole life, and um, I owe them. Um, they've been my backbone. And um, they support me through it all. And um, it's them three, and that's it. And I love them very much for, for doing that. Um, I would do anything for them. We like our D.C. family, too. Yeah. Yes. Don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> Being from Oregon, 
like I only we one time on a Wizards road trip we got to have practice at the Nike facility. Yeah. How many times have you been there? What what is it like? Can you give us some like something cool that happened there or something that maybe our listeners will want to know is 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 what it's like? Um, I've been there. We went there once. We practiced there once um, when we was playing in Portland. But um, it's a nice facility. It's wonderful. But I think getting to getting to see Phil Knight at most of your games and making that yeah, connection, yeah. making that connection with him, and um, I think it, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And um, I think that was the biggest thing for me. Um, and um, that was the most exciting <laughs> meeting. You Phil didn't get Knight. like a tour of the Nike facilities, or uh, we did a little bit, but it was about business. It was, okay, it okay. Was, we didn't really go take a whole tour of it but um definitely got to see see a little bit of it i with the time difference i know you've been living on the west coast the last couple of years but how much of the wizards john wall bradley beal that combination how much do you have you gotten to see of them play over these last couple of years um i watch a lot of basketball so i got to see them a lot this year and um, I have that little fire stick, so I catch nice. most, of, <laughs> most of the NBA games. Nice, so, um, big OTT to, guy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I get to um, catch those, and um, definitely um, that style is coming around, that two-guard tangent yep. that can play on the ball and off the ball. It's been deadly in the league, and it's been progressing. Most, more teams are going that way, and um, I feel as my type of player, I can do both. And, mm-hmm. um, I think that's, that's it's the league's going that way, and um, good shooting as well, so – think that compliments me to, and um, when I'm going into this draft. Last question for me. Um, how has your experience been with the Greek national team so far? And uh, are, are there any uh, – are you playing for them at all this summer or um, any more plans with them? Um, right now there's no plans, but um, that experience is amazing. One of a kind experience. Um, I Straight out of high school, senior year, a week later I was on a flight to Greece and um, – it was amazing. It was a culture shock, though. Um, that team was together for a long time, and um, I'm just a new guy <laughs> on the block, and um, I, I'm half Greek, and it was amazing. They they embraced me, and they showed me so much love and support, and even throughout now, they show me so much love and support. But um, I definitely will make plans um, whenever that Olympic stuff comes around again. But um, until then, I don't have no plans. I'm pretty busy focusing yeah, fair, on this, fair point, fair on point. this um, the draft and this process so but um whenever I get a chance to go down That's there awesome. it's a beautiful can you say Giannis's last name easily onto Takupo <laughs> nice. that was good there we go that was good That's, that was good right. you're that a cord cutter a what the Amazon fire stick like do you watch cable or you're like no I do I watch cutter, cable you're Okay. I watch cable. It was just in college. I didn't want to pay for cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got it. Okay. Got to do it. <laughs> That's right. Smart. Well, thank you very much, Tyler thank Dorsey, you so much, for Tyler. joining us. We really appreciate it. I right, appreciate All right, you. for now. All right.